0: is up everybody you know the deal here with the brothers came Malone,
1: ryan wilson
0: see the floor podcast back at it again you ready brother let's get it welcome in, everybody Appreciate y'all tuning in and listening. See the Floor Podcast. Your hosts, the two brothers, your boy Came Alone.
1: Ryan Wilson.
0: Man, but before we start the show, say her name, Breonna Taylor. We still want justice. So just had to put that out there. It's a tragedy. Yeah. So we're going to speak up
1: and speak out every time. It's crazy because you expect it, but it still hits the same.
0: Yeah. So. Everybody that, that is keeping up with everything, um, you guys know what just happened. Obviously, family's being paid, but that doesn't bring somebody back and that doesn't do them justice, just giving them money and charging somebody for shooting bullets that didn't kill her. But yet, the one that did, there's no punishment for. Yeah. So, it's 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 very disappointing. Yeah, I mean,
1: you're you getting away with murder. Really, are. that's all it is. Plain, plain and simple.
0: So the one thing that I saw that gives me not even peace, but gives kind of brings me back to reality is that um, our justice system is not broken. It was never created right. Yeah, it was not created to uh, accommodate all people that live here in these United States. So, take what you want with it. We all got to deal with these emotions and feelings. But for us, what we do, sports, especially basketball, we are in the thick of the playoffs. Man, conference finals, East Coast matchup, Miami, Boston. Boston right now, 3-1 lead. I'm, I'm Excuse me, Miami, 3-1 lead. Yeah, get it right, get yeah. it tight. You know, Lakers, did they, they play tonight? Yep. Yeah. 2 1
1: Lakers. 2 1 Lakers. So, probably 3 1 when this airs.
0: I'm a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they don't have an answer for Jamal Murray and Jokic.
1: I mean, I just don't see him being able to put on a display like that. I mean, you know, he's I, done it. In the series prior to, but the series prior to weren't the Lakers. It wasn't LeBron, it wasn't AD.
0: You're right. You know, of course, after, you know, everybody's counting Denver out, you know, so make a quick rewind. They took down the Jazz and were down 3-1 in the series. Came back and won. Took down the Clippers, who you would think would almost be a tougher matchup with all the supposed defensive weapons they have. And they came roaring back like that 3-1 was loud. You know, okay. we talk about all the time. Like when people, you could do something or you can win something, you can come back. But when it's loud, it's loud.
1: Yeah. I blame the coach, though. Know. Rivers. You blame Doc? Uh, yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. I blame the players.
1: Trey shouldn't have been in the game, period.
0: I blame the players for the whole series, though. Yeah. Because when you got guys like Lou Will putting that kind of effort out playing defense and the other guys that are around him are supposed to pick pick it up on defense – and offense, like I, I blame them. Now, this is what I would say about Kawhi. I think, I think now he's starting to see that man being that two way guy is very difficult. It's difficult to really be a legit two way guy, me a scorer. So you see him at times picking and choosing when he's going to be aggressive on offense and when he's just going to kind of try to take the team's best player away.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think he uh, gained uh, appreciation for Toronto.
0: Yeah. Because he, those guys were underrated, and I think guys took them for granted. And they didn't think that – I don't think the Warriors team thought that the pieces he had around him would, you know, kind of pick up the slack the way they did. Mm-hmm. And I think the Clipper guys just expected to get through and thinking that, okay, our offense and stuff is good enough, and we have individual guys. Well, it's a team game, so you guys have to team defensively go, go win a series.
1: Yeah, they definitely thought their talent would carry them through.
0: And, and you can kind of see on the opposite side in the East that Miami, it has been strictly like team. It has been.
1: It, Hard work it, beats talent any day of the week.
0: Yeah. Like I don't know what to call Miami's thing because obviously Memphis is grit and grind, but like they've grit and grinded and shot the three ball their way to this, you know, lead.
1: Yeah. They have definitely played with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. This whole, the whole time in the bubble.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, to go back to our previously recorded, predictions. Oh, uh, here you go. You
1: gonna... <laughs> oh, you keep it tally.
0: <laughs> I, I just Hey, hey. So for the record, who did you pick again? I
1: started who did I started? I started out with the Clippers and then I switched to Oklahoma the Thunder, City. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you were wrong on both of those. Uh, yeah. I was. Okay.
0: okay. We I said did we both agree Milwaukee wasn't going to get to the East Conference Finals? No, you
1: final had game? Milwaukee and then you switched to the Lakers.
0: No, I didn't I never pick No, I never Yes, cuz
1: you you thought Giannis was going to do something.
0: I, no, 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 I I, said, no, no. I don't And I said, I don't
1: think he has it any.
0: No, we agreed. I, okay, here's – one, I want you to go back and find it and put it in the episode <laughs> if we can do that. Okay. I said Milwaukee would not get past, like, Toronto. They didn't even get past – they ran into Miami first. Yeah. And, you know, for one, speaking of Toronto, Boston beat them, but let's give a lot of credit, and you should see why Nick Nurse – Got coach of the year. Seven game series with Boston. Now granted, Boston doesn't have Gordon Hayward, but it is what it is. Pascal Siakam did not even play well. He's ascended this year. He didn't even play well and Toronto still took them to seven games.
1: What do you think about that? He did not rise to the occasion.
0: I just take it. I mean, let's be honest, this is year four for him in the league. Yeah. Like he's gonna he's gonna get there. It's,
1: you think he will? Or is he just a wingman? Is he
0: going to be a superstar? Not a superstar, but can he carry a team? He can carry a team like that because it's not predicated all on him. They need him to go get his 20 and 8 a night. But the biggest thing is I think we've seen a lot of guys that have maybe not come to the moment early in their career. And by the time you look up year seven, eight, nine, and 10, you're much more prepared for that. Yeah.
1: So, I, I guess I don't, I don't see him as a bad man. I see him just robbing. I, I I think he...
0: No, he's not Batman, but I don't think Toronto's team is based on him being Batman. Yeah. I think Kyle Lowry's toughness... That's what they expected out of him,
1: though. With, Ka- with Kawhi gone, that's what they expected from him, from his season prior to.
0: Yeah, you could say that. I, I would say, I don't think you're disappointed with him, because I think throughout the year, he definitely lived up to what they wanted him to be, and... Like I said, for him not to play well and them still to, I, that says a lot about their team. It says sure. a lot about Lowry. It says a lot about Van Fleet and Norma Powell. I mean, they have they clearly have something to build around. Yeah, the key thing is going to be do, and we've talked about it. Like, how much are they going to have to pay for Van Fleet to stay? Because there's a lot of rumors going around. Like the Knicks are, might try to throw big dollars at him. I think there's going to be a couple other teams. If I was Washington, I would try to get John Wall's contract out of there and go get Van Fleet. There's there's some teams that would definitely you know pay him you know in the hundred million dollar range. And you, I,
1: you being a Wichita State alumni, you know you've you've sat down had conversations with him. Do you see him as a chasing the money, chasing the dollar sign, or is he all about the team and winning?
0: You know, you don't know until that amount of money is put in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to think about that these decisions, as much as they are basketball, you have to think about what does this do? If this, you know, you're talking about getting a team paying you hundred million dollars versus sixty million dollars, it's a big difference. Forty you say million dollars
1: sixteen or six zero?
0: Six zero. Like if a total contract over four years, if they if a team decides they want to pay him sixty million, right? That's fifteen a year. He's on a two year yeah. he's on a two year eighteen. Sixty million a lot of money though. Yeah. But like I said, a hundred million dollars, like Think about a $100 million like you get 60 with taxes, whatever you see, whatever that like 100 million, you're going to see all 60. Yeah. But yeah. like I said, do you do that to go to New York and be on a really bad team? And go, Terrible team. And because I know that's numbers, your squad. It, uh, it, oh, no. no I go, Hold on. Don't desert them now. <laughs> I was going with my player. If Whatever team Carmelo's on, I'm going to support first. No, you've always been a Knicks fan. I kind of have. It's yeah. so hard now. It, it's absolutely tragic uh, to be a Knicks fan. Leave
1: them at the wayside, folks. Yeah,
0: but I didn't. I haven't hopped on another team. There's no team that I just. Yeah. So, but with that being said, I mean that's that's what I think about them. Uh, to now go to Boston, Boston is super talented. They got, if Gordon can ever be healthy, you know, like we talked about. I mean, they got a four-headed monster, and then their bench guys. They come in. Marcus. Does his thing. Brad Wanamaker's plays well on the ball, you know, Tyson Canner do their thing. They got a lot.
1: You know, I really I really can't stand Marcus Smart, but he is a special player.
0: Yeah. So can we – let's have discussion because I think people that listen to us that know basketball, I would say Marcus Smart is a much better defender than Pat Beverly. Hmm. They do something that they're antagonizing. They both get under your skin. They both – Little dirty, whatever. But I think Marcus Smart literally, like, actually takes pride in like trying to lock up and not necessarily just foul you and hack you and try to like yeah, intimidate t- you.
1: I definitely think he's a tougher. He he does have. He's more, he is more of a defender.
0: Yeah, because to me he's got better size. He's you know bigger, stronger. Yeah, because him and Pat and I think he's more aggressive on offense. Like he he shoots the ball thinking, Like I don't care that I'm a, a career low 30s, 20%, you know, three-point shooting. I'm going to shoot this like I'm a 40% shooter.
1: Pat, Pat Bev is like a gnat. <laughs> yes. Marcus Smart is more like your shadow. hmm So, I mean, that's how I look at it.
0: Yeah, I give him a lot of credit because I think he he legitimately tries to go out and he wants to compete every night. Yeah. But with that being said, I mean, Eastern Conference, is Miami about to wrap this up here in the next game or two?
1: Definitely. I think they just wanted more. I think they feel disrespected and they playing like it.
0: Now, with that being said, there's one guy in the middle of that that clearly is, you know, the catalyst. And, you know, I want you to tell people his name so people know like exactly what he's about. Jimmy Buckets. Oh yeah.
1: Man. And
0: let's let's look at the Man. track record. So last year, Eastern Conference Finals Philadelphia, Jimmy Butler gets him there. Previous year before that. Minnesota wins a playing game against Denver to get into the playoffs get an A-T. Previously before that, I believe Chicago gets to conference semifinals with Jimmy and not much, just maybe Jimmy and D-Wade, that's it. Yeah. Everywhere he's gone since so, he's been the guy.
1: What is it about people that they just have a problem with, like, I look at Jimmy and he demands excellence. Like, he, he demands it. And like, Jordan did the same thing. But mm-hmm. well, people have a problem with that.
0: Because the other guys that are around him that are, if you're playing on a team with other supposed superstars, they have an ego. They, they're like, you can't talk to me like that. We make the same amount of money. Yeah. Or I make more. And I, like, I think me and you have both seen it too. Like We'll play with the guys and we'll hoop with other pros. And sometimes, like especially us as point guards, you get guys that – you know, either their scores or they do this or they played here. Like when it comes to trying to play winning basketball, they're like, "No, you can't tell me what to do." Like I'm, am I'm, I'm a pro too, or I'm, I played here. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, I see the floor one way. Like we can win a game or do something. And I think Jimmy sees the floor and see the way his game is supposed to be played, and he's like, "I can, I can will my team to win whether I'm scoring or whether I'm defending or whether I'm just making the other guys around me better." Which sometimes is just saying. A, keep shooting the ball. A, lock in on him. Just there's small things that you can do that you can make guys better and get guys to do things that they don't even know or think that they can do. And I think he's truly about that. Yeah.
1: What I admire about him is the fact that he hardly ever, if any, takes a bad shot. Mm.
0: That's true. He he
1: does not force it at all.
0: Yeah, because I I think the tough shots he shoots are like, okay – I know I have to take a tough shot right now. I'm going to take the tough shot that I know I've worked on. I'm not going to just come out here just to shoot a tough shot because I haven't touched one. Right. Like, let's, instead of me shooting this shot, let me get Duncan Robinson shooting a, a curl three coming off. That's a, even though it's a hard shot, that might be a better percentage shot than me shooting this, you know, 25 foot step back. For sure. So that's tough. And then, you know, now going to the West, like you said, you think, you know, LA about to wrap it up. Is you don't see any chance that Denver. You know, has done what they've continued to do, which is you know play well with their back against the wall. Well, they may.
1: I mean, I'll say this: they may play a good game, but after this last loss, I I don't think it set well with LeBron, AD, mm-hmm. the whole team, actually. You could just tell on their faces like they were disappointed in their play and I don't see any of them repeating their display.
0: Yeah, but me watching the game, I I I like Frank Vogel as a coach. I think he, he did one unbelievable thing by going to the zone at the end of the game, but he also lost the game for them. The lineup that they had in to end the game, there's no way you can – I thought he think that they were trying to predicate on getting stops because mm-hmm. the final lineup that he had in was LeBron, AD, Rondo, Kuzma, and a mix between KCP, Rondo, and uh, Caruso. I don't think that's going to win. Who's your lineup? That's my biggest thing with the Lakers, And, and that's what also makes them really good, is that offensively, outside of LeBron and them, like they're not that great. And I think their thing is predicated on getting stops, which was what makes them tough. But... There wasn't enough shooting on the floor, like to in a two to three possession ball game, like if it's going to come down to the last shot, like okay, yeah, you got to get enough stops. I don't think they had enough guys to trade basket for basket. They yeah. couldn't the la- They didn't get enough buckets.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kuzma is a finisher. I, I don't see him.
0: No, in my lineup at the end of the game. No, and that's what's so crazy about how that trade panned out, where Brandon Ingham grows, and a lot of people's like, oh yeah, Kuzma was the better. Obviously, I, this I
1: agree game. with it because I feel like Ingram needed to leave.
0: Yes, because he there was no way he was going to be able to flourish exactly. with LeBron. No, yeah. granted for sure because I mean he's now a bona he, he's a bona fide All Star and you know he's he's kind of the next version of T-Mac. He's going to be a guy that's going to score a lot of points in this league, and I hopefully you know him and Zion they, that's a good pairing. And New Orleans does something, but yeah. So uh, with this team though, but if he ever could find a way to flourish in it. He'd be great with them yeah. because that would give them a dynamic guy that could hit shots. Yeah, you know. But like I said, it's hard to play with LeBron and just kind of stay in the space. So that's why these guys are, you know, because you got to trade a lot. You know, you can't have Danny in. Danny's not really that much of a defender. Yeah, obviously KCP can defend, but he's so inconsistent with the jumper. It's like he's hitting at one point, at one point he misses. Yeah,
1: I'm torn between Rondo's distribution and LeBron. Because LeBron's a point forward. Yeah. So, like, if you have LeBron, I mean, why do you need Rondo?
0: I think because Rondo –
1: Because he's he, a weak link on the offensive end if you if he's not bringing the ball up. If he doesn't yeah, control – is not controlling the ball. He
0: does such a good job, though, when LeBron's off the floor. Yeah. Of setting the tempo and the pace. And I think now – I think LeBron's figured out, like, okay, I could let Rondo have the ball and I can play off more. So, I think LeBron has to keep doing what he's doing in terms of, like, dominating at the elbow – kind of playing off of Rondo, and then when he does have the ball. But, like
1: – So you saying you would have Rondo in at the end of the game?
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. you, I've watched LeBron do this for, like, six years now because he's never been a great ball handler. And he's, his slashing is all based off power. He will try to get the switch of whoever the weak link is and teams will just go under, go under, go under, go under. Well, he's either got to shoot the ball or just say, okay, I don't care who's guarding me. Like, let's be honest. Did Michael Jordan care who's guarding him? Did Kobe no. Bryant care who was guarding him? No. I mean, I, I don't remember, and I'll go back and watch just so for people. I don't remember Kobe Bryant ever trying to just get a switch to get the weak defender. I'm sure he has, but like in current time, I don't think he cared if it was Kawhi or a whole team guarding him. Yeah. It's a bucket.
1: But I feel like LeBron started out like that.
0: Yeah. I think, point, yeah I think at one point he thought there was no, like, especially Miami, he was like, or once he ran into Kawhi Leonard the first time and he realized, okay, I got to take another level. I don't think he ever thought about like, mm, I think he started thinking no one could guard me. Yeah.
1: He's definitely on his work smarter, not harder tip. So,
0: but I think of this one now, like you want to win this chip, you have to earn it. And that's what we, you know, we kind of talked about. I know you said this will have an asterisk on it, but now watching all the games, do you think this championship still has an asterisk? Because let's, let's be honest, getting to this point, so I want to preview back all the series and let's go back to the games. Obviously, it's been very competitive. The basketball has been as close as you can get outside of just the feel of the finals.
1: Yeah, it has been competitive. I don't know. It's just been a lot. It's a lot of factors. You don't, you don't have the fans. You don't have home court advantage and all that.
0: But you think that like deserves shoot, an asterisk? Though? I feel like
1: the shooting has been a lot better due to the depth perception. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a lot of factors. It's but I tough. think
0: this is I, I don't that's why I'm saying I don't think you can put an asterisk on it because this is uh this is a hooper's hoop kind of kind of deal. Like if you can really hoop, like you're gonna play well. And I think you, you still have to lock in and focus like within that bubble and say, like, I'm trying to win something, and I have to, you know, come back to the room, relax, hang out with the team, whatever, do film. And then be ready to go the next day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I honestly couldn't give you a a clean answer. Because, I mean, you look at it as like everyone's not 100% because they, you know, coming from COVID, being quarantined. But at the same time, it's a level playing field because everybody's playing the same gym. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's different ways you could look at it. So, I mean, I I guess I wouldn't put an asterisk on it. Okay.
0: Okay. And my next thing is, you know, once we get to the finals, you know, how do you think that'll how do you think that'll feel? I think we're so used to like the big production that the finals is. You know, when the you know the game starts and they finish with NBA countdown, you see all the fans, you know, you see all the gold just to, you know, obviously like your Super Bowl, like that's that's one thing. You know, NCAA championship, you know, obviously the Final Four, you know, you have two games within the one, like you know, the finals is you know. A lot of times, six, seven games. You know how? How do you think that'll be now in the bubble? That it's not this kind of grand. Are they? Well, you think they'll still try to make it
1: that? I don't know what they'll do production-wise. It it definitely won't be the same. I'd say from a player
0: standpoint. Um, so it won't have that same that that feel that like that kind of the
1: no because you know like say you in uh game four and you at home that's big that's huge. Mm-hmm. And it's it's even better when you away and you beat somebody on their court. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I think the game itself will be intense. Mm-hmm. But as far as the 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 afterthought, I don't think it'll be the same. Yeah, I, I you know just, it won't be the you know the. Uh, well, it might be, you know, the the infamous picture of Jordan. Holding the, the the gold ball and crying, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be anything like that. Yeah, but I don't know what you think.
0: I agree with you. It, uh, I I do feel bad for a lot of the guys in a way because, um, you know, for some, for anybody on any of these teams that'll get to this finals and maybe that they never get there again, you will never get that true adrenaline. I, I think even the adrenaline sometimes that some of us feel just watching the game. Seeing the teams playing, you know each each other's home arena, and have that feel of the the roller coaster and up and down. I mean, those are the things that even just us hoopers now, when we talk about our best moments, those are the things that, that gave us joy. You know that adrenaline, and that high is you know it's 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 the highs of highs because it's the thing you love. You know yeah. until you find something else. Um, so that's the part that will surely you know be missing and lacking. That you you you. You absolutely cannot replicate it unless you're at somebody else's place or you're a place with the fans, with the you know, and just. I mean,
1: there probably won't even be a parade. <laughs> I, you,
0: can, you can't you can't because you
1: right. So that's what I'm saying. Just it won't be the same. Yeah, that, I think there'll be a sense of relief. They'll be out of the bubble. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not gonna be the same.
0: Interesting. That's why I asked. I mean, because I, I, there's a lot of people that are going to tune in that are going to appreciate that we had finals basketball, but they're going to realize, like, man, this was not the same, you know, as as years past, you know?
1: Yeah. WNBA.
0: That's heating up. I Like I said, it's one of those things. I, hard, because we got football on right now. Um, Great to have football, you know, and college football, whatever. Wish they kind of, had more, you know, primetime games, you know, like their games on ESPN too, which they were on ESPN. You know, I, you know what I would love to see for the WNBA? I'd love to see like, because like the the TNT guys, like, you know, Shaq, Kenny, and EJ, like they shout them out. But I'd love for them to get a couple like of WNBA games on TNT. That yeah. I know that would change a lot. That would definitely do something for them. I think people and fans, basketball fans, are so accustomed to tuning in like Tuesdays and Thursdays to see – like, I just – any spare time that TNT had, like, open slots that aren't just shows that they're on there. Like, throw the WME games on there. I know that would help a lot. And to get more of the WME games, like, not on ESPN too. Like, get them on ESPN and ABC. Yeah. So, even if they have to play, you know, the, the games earlier in the day. But I think uh, – I, I got Seattle. I think – I think Breonna Stewart's playing well. Jordan Canada's playing well. Like, Jewel Lloyd's – I mean, I just think – you know, is is Sue back? Is she is she back, or is she still out?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure she's back.
0: I have them. I saw you know Minnesota's play well. Crystal Dangerfield got Rookie of the Year. Um, obviously, them doing this without Maya Moore, she obviously hasn't been there the past two years. But obviously, they've kept that franchise going. You know, like yeah. winning with three championships and five year span for them. Yeah. Um, obviously, Connecticut Sun were like, were they like the last seed or second to last seed? So, I mean, they're, they're in a tough matchup. Obviously, Aja Wilson just got, you know, MVP, yeah. you know, for the women. So, she's balling. So, it's going to get interesting. I think it's one of those things you got to appreciate the basketball to watch it. Just, you know, this makes it tough, you know, with the no fans thing. That's another thing. If I can remember, man, what was that, three years ago, watching Minnesota play the Sparks in WMA, like, finals, and Minnesota's playing at a University of Minnesota's arena in the barn. And just the feel of that, like them not playing in the target center because they were redoing it, and like I was like, this is so good. And people just <laughs> don't know watching yeah. Maya morgo at in Candace. I was, I was such good basketball.
1: Yeah, I feel like people watch women's basketball just inconvenience. Like mm-hmm. if they just so happen to be, you know, changing the channel and they stop on the game.
0: But I feel like if thing, people though.
1: ever gave it a chance, so I feel like if. If, you know, the networks actually pushed women's basketball mm. and you saw it more, it would draw people in. Because yeah. once you watch it.
0: Yeah. Like you just said, you flip the channel and then you end up like you, you catch one or two plays and like you realize now you just finished watching the game.
1: Yeah. You're drawn in. But no one actually seeks to watch mm-hmm. women's basketball, which is a problem. It's an issue. So.
0: Got yeah. it. Got to get more from it. Man. And, you know, kind of talking about. You know, once the season ends, it kind of And, You know, Steve Nash just got the job. You know, for Brooklyn, I know there's been a lot of people who's like, "Oh, you know, does he deserve it? Not deserve it?" You know, what I, I I
1: expect that from Brooklyn. I mean, they they pride themselves on giving a fresh look. So
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, Jason Kidd went there to like, I mean, so I I have no problem with it. Like, Steve Nash is one of the good guys in the league, so I you can't have a problem with. You know, a guy like Steve Nash getting a job, hes he was an MVP. He's never really had any issues or anything like that. I think he's very respected. I think just like we've seen before, a lot of like former point guards, they're, me and you both know, are very cerebral. So that they think the game, they think the game, like as a point guard, you should be an extension of your coach. Yeah. And I think a lot of people around the league kind of knew at some point that he would get a chance if he wanted to do that. So I have no problem with that. And I think if, you know, your two players, Katie and Kyrie, are okay with that? I think that helps, and I think that makes them better. And I really hope that Kyrie learns from.
1: That's what I was about to say. Him, Nash, and Kyrie. It might be a problem. Yeah, if, and if Kyrie ever if they l- can gel and get get along, and Kyrie is receptive to Steve Nash,
0: mm-hmm. it might be an issue. Because Brooklyn has pieces for sure. Yeah, Karis LeVert can go. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, Jared Allen. Jared Allen's going to protect the rim. You know, the two foreign dudes they got, they can go. Uh, they got – Joe Harris can shoot the hell out the ball. They got they got pieces.
1: Yeah, and I feel like KD – Dinwiddie
0: is nice.
1: I feel like KD is putting in work in this offseason. Oh, don't yeah. come back a dog.
0: He's gonna, KD's going to do what KD does. KD's yeah. still going to get you 25-plus every single night. Yeah. And I hope Kyrie can stay healthy as well because when he's healthy and locked in – He's good. I mean, he finishes the ball. He shoots the ball. I mean, he's one of those dudes. He can put a team on his back, and I think he just to have he has to have. When I say not more, more confidence, but he has to be confident that when he does put a team on his back, that guys will follow, and that you know his play will do it. He doesn't have to talk and do all this extra stuff. Like, not everybody is a leader. Just yeah. go out and play and hoop. Be a good teammate, but go out and hoop. Dudes will follow. I promise. They're gonna be like, hey, we gotta do is getting bucks. We gotta help them out.
1: Yeah. So lead by example.
0: Excited about that. Um, I'm hoping, you know, possibly Chauncey Billups or Mike Brown or even Becky Hammond gets the Indiana job. Yeah, Chauncey. Yeah, Chauncey. You know, he's done. my
1: favorite point guard. One of my favorite point guards. So.
0: Chauncey, I think, is going to be a very good coach. Yeah. So I, I as much as I like, I'm hearing Ty Lue would get a job, and Chauncey would go on staff with. My hope, I hope Chauncey gets a chance to, you know, coach a team because I think he'd be very good. I think people will respect what he has to say. Um I don't know how I feel about Billy Donovan taking Chicago. Shattown, but yeah, we talked about it. I think Indiana would have been a great place for him. Up uh, you get guys that can move the ball and kind of play the more the way he wants to play. I think Indiana's okay with okay, Sabonis gets twenty, Depot gets twenty, Broadden gets seventeen, everybody else kinda of fills in. I think he'd be a coach that can keep that team right where they're at, which is, you know, possibly trying to get that third, maybe second spot or no worse than fourth or fifth. Yeah. You know Chicago I he, he think
1: he's chasing the Almighty dollar shottown is a bigger market
0: I mean I don't know i there's there's I love Zach Levine I think Zach Levine can go but there's i I don't have interest coaching that team I don't I like Laurie marketing I don't think he's great Chris Dunn hasn't lived up to what he's supposed to be We'll see what Wendell Carter does the dude they took last year Chandler Hudson. I always thought he just was okay. Yeah. Kobe White could, be, but that kind of team—they don't play the brand of basketball he wants to play. Mm-hmm. And so, I think if Chicago gets him and they see this isn't going to work, I think they just say, "Okay, we're just going to blow it up and just let you kind of build, like you have have your input." Mm. So, I'm um, interested to see who Oklahoma City hires. I don't know who who Sam Presti think and Troy Weaver thinks. Somebody
1: gonna... need to give Cheeks a job.
0: I know who somebody. Uh, Philly. What was it? La- Go back to Philly. You you think you think he'd be ready? Like you think that? I, I think they. I think Ty Lue or Phil Handy will get Philly. You think so? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I love cheeks. I feel like players are very. He's a likable guy. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, who was there? Who was there before Billy? What's his name? Uh, Scott Brooks. Yeah, I feel like the the players. Listen to cheeks more than him.
0: Hmm. Well. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. I mean, obviously he's gonna be on somebody's staff. I'm sure if he gets nothing, you know, it possibly goes with Billy to Chicago. But uh, yeah, I think he's he'd be in line again to get another one if he really wanted to. Yeah. So you know, um, obviously they have a date for the draft. Draft is gonna be what November 18th or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I know all the guys are kind of working now. Now that they have a date to kind of get to. And then with that being November eighteenth, I mean sounds like we're gonna get more of a Christmas start date possibly. I'm still trying to figure out they're even gonna do summer league.
1: You can't. That that would be super rushed.
0: I mean, you gonna you gonna throw those guys in training camp? No playing experience, no nothing? I mean.
1: That's what we're paying you to do.
0: It is. It is. But I mean those second round picks, they I mean, those guys, you gotta I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they
1: what their plan is, but it's definitely going to be interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, that being said, obviously, you know, about to finish up this NBA season. The bubble, like you said, again, has been a success. You know, we're going back to, what well, man, our first, second, third episode, talking about how this is going to work, what do we think they're going to do. Yeah. Obviously, this plan, you know, you, you've seen it's been quite, you know, quite the demonstration of how to handle uh, trying to keep players safe. I I know it's been tough. I'm sure we'll get more stories about, you know, what it was really like. You know, hopefully guys can kinda of talk about it more. Uh obviously a lot of players have been doing their vlogs, you know, yeah. to kind of give you the experience. But uh obviously NHL's done a bubble. They've done a great job. You know, shout out shout out the Dallas Stars, man. They in the Stanley Cup final, like man. you know, something for Dallas to cheer for, you know, if if this continues and they keep playing well. Obviously, the Mavs are trending up. Obviously, the Cowboys have a great opportunity this year to really try to keep progressing. They got the right players. Hopefully, they got the right coach. Yeah. But would love to see, you know, should the NFL, like, obviously, they haven't had a problem so far. You know, we'll see how it goes once it gets colder. I hope that, you know, obviously, it continues to keep trending the right way. Obviously, you have – had very limited number of players be out. And, you know, obviously team just remove them until they're safe. Yeah. Uh, Obviously MLB was the first team to kind of have an issue, which I kind of expected just because, like you said, it was a little bit of an issue when they were in Arizona and Florida for spring training. They weren't really isolated. They, you know, kind of had the ability to run around. So you kind of expected that. But clearly they've kind of got it together and they're going to do a bubble for the playoffs. So should you know, with that being said like my question is should you know the NCA and some of these other you know people that are now going to try to play should they follow suit and just kind of try to isolate these college kids and some of the other pro sports that'll kind of go into the fall I think
1: so like when I think about the NCAA I think of uh uh TBT mm, okay. I think they could do something along the lines of
0: that well I've seen many different samples of what Teams are trying to do. I know there are certain schools that are trying to just have like a tournament and kind of you know bubble it. A lot of the preseason tournaments they've obviously moved away from all the international like tournaments. I know Wichita State was going to the Bahamas again. I got a chance to play in the Battle for Atlantis, absolutely great tournament that they do that they throw. Shout out to them. You get to be on the Atlantis Resort, get to enjoy that, but still a business trip. They moved that to South Dakota. Mm. At the Pentagon. Not, obviously, Pentagon, you know, and Sanford Pentagon, great facility, but not the Bahamas. It's South Dakota <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day. So, great feel for that. Wichita State, Duke. Uh, I don't know. It's a, feel. it's a good feel. It's a very good feel. Yeah. But I know, you know, Vegas, uh, there are some people that, you know, have a sports group in Vegas that have proposed, like, you know, one team from. And, like, you know, every major conference, you know, to get non-conference games in. So, I I mean, I think that'd be a good idea to do, you know, uh, just a a different set of bubbles. Like, maybe every college play two different bubble sites for their non-conference games in terms of you maybe go to one place. You'll get, you know, however many games if you want to play, you know, four or five games or get eight games in. You know, and then you know, go somewhere else, like for maybe a Christmas time tournament or whatever, to kind of have your kids all around. So the same way we do these tournaments, you know, a lot of teams will play like around November, around Thanksgiving. A lot of teams will play around, you know, Christmas. So kind of get whatever games in that you can around that, and then your conference tournament. I mean, your conference in conference season. That's what's going to be tough because I I think the plan is okay. Everybody is playing on more starting around January anyway, mm-hmm. so. Now, you just have to handle the traveling logistics and how to make that, you know, as safe as possible.
1: I feel like the conference part would be the easiest. Because if you just bring all your conference to play in one bubble.
0: But then, do you does that take away from the feel of what it's going to be like when you do the conference tournament? Because think about it, you'd be doing essentially the same thing again to determine a winner. Yeah. You want the same format for the, the end season and the tournament? I
1: mean, you got to do – it's different times. You got to do what you got to do.
0: So even if these teams do what they – like, they, they're they playing in their respective arenas with no fans or limited fans, I think you got to try it at first, obviously. I mean, uh, I know a lot of the schools have, you know, spent the money and resources for the testing to keep the kids. But, like I said, it's going to be more difficult because you – absolutely i mean you can i'm sure there's some coaches that are probably enforcing it as much as possible but to keep these college kids isolated and not try to you know have a social life is gonna be very difficult yeah i
1: mean i guess you just gotta decide what's important
0: you do Um, 'cause because there have been players like i said that have opted out you've seen college football a lot of the players in the big ten were like you know i'm getting ready for the draft and as the big ten announced for football that they were able to play the guys of like you know, I want to compete with my team. You know, the cornerback from Ohio State. That's you know, which you know, hand you know, kudos to him. That for him, it wasn't. It's about the money and about getting there. But at the same time, he's like, I came here. I came to the school. I came to win an national championship. You know, now you're gonna let us play? I'm gonna play. Yeah. So be interesting.
1: So to wrap it up, who you got for the finals?
0: I mean, I can't. I can't really. I can't really go away from the Lakers, right? That's not really.
1: I mean, you can if you're having a change of heart.
0: N- no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there out of respect of you know. If I say I'm gonna pick somebody, I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick somebody. You know, uh, I just think LeBron and AD when they play well, they're so hard to match up with. I don't think as mo- as good as Jamal Murray and Jokic are. Um, it's hard because I. They're gonna struggle with Miami. Let's be honest. If Miami gets there, it's gonna be a, it's it is going to be a struggle. Miami's gonna match up and just play hard, and I think they're gonna really spread them out. And like I said, they're not the Lakers aren't gonna have they to go. They have a small. big that
1: can compete too.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, Bam's gonna give A D some fits. Some fits. So we might see an up and down series from A D. But if he wants to prove that he's top five, he'll really go at Bam and have a good series overall. Yeah, but um,
1: so you saying L.A. and Miami? You m- picking Miami?
0: Yeah, cause think about this: if Tyler Hero shoots the ball like that, and Duncan Robinson keeps shooting the ball away, shooting, Boston ain't got no chance. They don't. They don't. That's another thing. Why Boston is really, really good, even though despite that they might lose a series. Kemba's been up and down. Like Jalen and Jason, you know that they're bona fide stars. They yeah. are both top. One might be top ten and, and, and here's the thing. I don't you love Jalen. I love Jalen. I want to kill this whole debate that Jason Tatum is a lot better than Jalen. Because no. he's not a lot better. Jalen Brown is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. He's just light skinned.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay.
1: <laughs> they like him because he's light skinned.
0: Yeah. But I mean they're legit top fifteen players. There's there's not a oh Jason's ten players better. No. They are they are neck and neck. They I'm I'm glad that they can compete together yeah. and not against each other and don't try to outdo each other for shots. But you know, mind you, if Kimba was playing well, and, and a lot of teams have tried to take him out of because I think they think that he controls the rhythm of the game. But he hasn't played great. He's been inconsistent. And then obviously they just got Gordon back. If they get all of those guys and those guys are all healthy at one time and all in sync and they play together, they're a scary matchup too. Like does Hayward
1: mess up the chemistry? Because at times I feel like it.
0: I mean he, I mean he essentially does right now because you're you're inserting a former All Star and you wanna you wanna get him going because you know that really spreads the floor and it's really hard to match up it, because who can you leave? You're not going to leave, Jason. He's knocked down. Jalen's going to shoot and drive the ball, and then you can't leave Gordon because he – who do you leave? Yeah. And, and Tice just makes the right play, so – they, they they need an they, they need another year of having all these guys together. They're only gonna get better. Brad Stevens is a good coach. They yeah. got great bench pieces and they got four dynamic guys that when they're all healthy, that you absolutely you're gonna have to live with somebody getting twenty five at night because you can't take all of them out of the picture. Yeah. So
1: I'm yeah. also excited to see Crowder.
0: Oh yeah. He's oh, an animal. Oh yeah. Henry LeBron. Yes. He's gonna give LeBron some problems because he don't care, and he's been on Team LeBron, so he knows how Bron how Bron is. Exactly.
1: So if anybody could beat the Lakers, it would be Miami.
0: And here's the thing: no one picked this. No one would think that this finals will happen. But when you look at how the playoffs has panned out, outside of everybody wanting to see Clippers and Lakers, I think this will be the most exciting. Yeah. Like it'll literally. I know Boston, Toronto was exciting. That was a great matchup. The. Clippers and Mavs was a good matchup. Obviously, the Thunder Rock was a good matchup. But this is, if that turns out like that, I think it's gonna be. And just to be frankly honest, it could get. I don't know. It could get ugly. And and you and I don't want to say in what way it could get ugly, but I think you know it could get ugly.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So that man Pat Riley, I, supposed they got, they got something up their sleeve for them. Let's yeah. So, yeah, man. That's that's my that's my thought to wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I mean, I got the same picks Lakers and in Miami. Of course, I'm you know gonna choose the uh, opposing team. <laughs> so I'm going with Miami.
0: Okay. That's fine. That's fine. So we'll see how that goes. But you guys already know. Appreciate y'all for listening. Tuning in. You know, brief hiatus. Things go on in life. You know, we're going to keep churning these out, keep getting better, keep putting out quality content for y'all. So you already know. Follow me on the gram. Be great underscore k k e.
1: Follow your boy. Witness your moment. You are. You are.
0: Yes, sir. You already know. Get at that Twitter.
1: See the floor underscore.
0: All right, y'all. Till next time. We out.
1: See life like you see the floor.